what I would say is lying at the feet of Jesus. You know how it is when you when you really go when you're going through when when you're going through. What do people do when they really go through? They start calling Jesus, right? But when they up, they don't call on the master. But in their midnight, you, you will find them lying at the feet of Jesus. See, your midnight, my midnight, will put us at the feet of Jesus. Amen. And that's where we need to be, at the feet of Jesus. Amen. So understand that about your midnight, okay? Now, let's go back to the book of Acts, chapter number 16. Because, see, your midnight reveals some other things as well. Because, see, our midnight reveals our character, our strength, and our limitations that we didn't even know that we had. See, in our midnight, there's some things that we can accomplish we never thought we could do. Amen. Now, going back to the book of Acts, going back to the book of Acts, going back to the book of Acts, going back to Acts chapter number 16, Acts chapter Number 16, going back. And we're going to look at verse number 26 in Acts chapter number 16. Uh, The verse 26 says, in the book of Acts chapter 16, it says, And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loose. You got to understand now, Paul and Silas ended up in jail. And, and there they were praising God in the midst of the midnight. And, and they said they were singing songs of praises in their midnight. But then now, it, because of that praise, something happens to the foundation right where they were. It, it began to talk about, talk about how the doors was opening and, and the, the bands was loose from their arms. God says, in your midnight, <laughs> he says, in your midnight, freedom comes in your midnight. You get freedom in your midnight. You get, you get freedom. Because, see, they were in a midnight situation. They were bound. But yet their praise wasn't bound. And because their praise wasn't bound, it set them free. See, you can have freedom even though you're going through. See, most people are bound when they're going through. But see, when you know who your God is, when you know who your maker is, when you know who your provider is, you will find freedom in the midst of your midnight. You can still praise God in your midnight. People, God says, there is a better day. There's a better day. There's a better day. Some of y'all are going to be free. You're just being set free. You've been set free. Those, those that's out there and that's listening, uh, 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 the, that community out there online, you, when, you, when you're listening, understanding that you're going to get some freedom in the midst of your midnight. In the midst of your midnight, you're going to get free. Because, see, right now, it's, it's, it has everything to do with your mindset. See, you got to change your mind. As long as, you, as long as you're bound in your mind, you're going to forever stay bound. But when you see yourself free, see, you've got to see your free up out of your midnight. You've you got to see it. You've got to see it before it actually happens. And once you see it, automatically you will have that freedom. No matter, have you ever thought about how people can be in prison and yet still be free? See, these boys was in jail, but they were still free. See, a lot of people are on the outside, and they're not free. 
they are bound, they are bound in, 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 in this natural sense of jail, but they are not free in God. But see, you can be free if, if you're bound. You can be free. You, it's just how you uncomprehend or understand what is literally going on. But God says there is a better day. Now, the next thing we want to look at is St. Matthew chapter number 25. St. Matthew chapter number 25. Now, I, 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 um, when I first, when the Lord first began to talk to me about the midnight, the first thing popped in my mind, and it's amazing that it is, was a song by Gladys Knight and the Pips. I said, hold up, God. Hold up. So I go here to Matthew chapter number 25. It's talking about, it's talking about the, uh, there was five wise and five foolish. There was ten virgins. Five of them were wise, five was foolish. And each, each one had a lamp, but everybody didn't have the oil that they needed. Okay? And, and, and so the Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verse number 6, it says, And at midnight there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. This happens at midnight. And so I said, well, God, now tell me how does that connect with Gladys Knight in the pit, this text? Now, come on, God. I mean, I, said, I know you got a sense of humor, but help me to understand this. Because, see, the cry was made at midnight when it was going through. When, when God made that cry, he was, it, they were going, it was at midnight, and they had to make some decisions. Now, I'm going to read that, and I printed it off. I, I'm going to read the song, the words to what Gladys Knight and the Pips were singing, Gladys Knight. It says, prove too much for the man. Too much for the man, he cometh to make it. So he's leaving the life he's come to know. He said he's going he said he's going back to find, going back to find what left of his world, the world he left behind not long ago. So, so in this song, she's beginning to talk about how this man had come to know a, a, a new world, okay? God's world. He came to know a new world. But what happens was that he had more world in him than he had, uh, 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 I don't want to say church, I'll say discipleship, amen. I want to put it that way because, see, the world was pulling him back. Because he say, the words to that song says, he has, in his life he says, so he's leaving the life he has come to know. And he's going back to find what left of the world that he left behind. That's the problem with the saints. When God brings us out of the world, we find ourselves going back to the world to see what we've left behind. Well, baby, ain't nothing back there. Amen. There's nothing, there's nothing back there. And I said, now, Lord, I, I, I said, I said God, now, God, wait a minute. People are not going to want to receive this because this is supposed to be a worldly song. But you've got to look at these words, okay? The next thing he's saying now, you've got to be careful in your midnight that you are not pulled back astray or pulled back into the world. He talks about he's leaving on that midnight train to Georgia. He's leaving on that midnight train and said he's going back going back to find to a simpler place in time. Whenever he takes that ride, oh, yeah, he is, guess he's going to go and be back right by his side. She's going to go back 
and be right by his side. In other words, she's saying now because she's got caught up with this in this, oh my God, because he had gotten caught up or she had gotten caught up in this relationship, in this relationship. So you got to be careful about your relationships. Because, see, your relationships, if it's not about God, they will lead you back to where you came from, out of the world. And, and then what she does, instead of her uh, standing firm in, in, in what she knew and the world that she came to know, which is the world of Christ, she decides to follow him going back to his world because he thought it was a simpler place to be. How many people are following the wrong person in relationships? If, if, if they're not lined up with your God, then if they're not following you, then you definitely do not need to be following them. Because, see, that's why she wrote that song, and, and, and she goes on. Now, she's, she's ready to catch this train, this midnight train to Georgia. And I said, God, what, what are you saying? He said, so many saints. So many of my people are catching that midnight train going back to a life that they think is simpler. But he says, there's nothing back there. He says, that nothing, when you talk about midnight, you will see a midnight when you go back. When you go back into the world, you will literally see a midnight. And, and the clock will never go to the next second into a brand new day. You'll still be hung up in that midnight. Can I get an Amen. Midnight, I'm talking about a midnight train to Georgia. A midnight train. A midnight train to Georgia. Hey, midnight. Wonder why they're going to catch it at midnight. See, midnight, you remember? It's the deepest part of the night. It's the darkest part of the night. Don't want to be seen. Have you ever had a date and they, the only time they want to take you out when it's close to midnight? When everybody's asleep? You better wonder about that relationship. You might be the second, third, or fourth of fifth, if y'all can catch that. Okay, going to that midnight train and going back to Georgia. Okay, all right. Okay, now, let's, let's go back now to the book of Acts. Let's go back to the book of Acts. Acts chapter 16, last couple of verses, and we're done here. We're almost done. Acts chapter number 16. Talking about your midnight, what happens in your midnight. See, we got to understand God reveals his supernatural power in our midnights. He lets us see our, oh, our character and our strengths in our midnight, even our limitations. You know, your character, our character, my character will show up in my midnight. Awfully quiet. What's your character been since you've been in your midnight? What has your character been like? What has your character been like? Are you, are you still praising God and, and uh, 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 still walking in the way of him? But, but what is your character looking like in your midnight? When you're going through that dark part in your life, what does your character... Ooh, anybody mess around cussing in here? I heard that. You know, you know, somebody loose some, you know, some words in your midnight. <laughs> in your midnight, some the oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. He said, in your midnight, your language will change if you're not careful. Your language 
What comes out of your mouth will change while you're going through your midnight. And you don't have God to help you through your midnight. Because all of a sudden you got a whole different person. What you say? I know you didn't. Surely that didn't come out of you. And this is, the, this is what they say. You know I'm just human. I'm just going through. Hold on. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up with that. Everybody's going through. But everybody's language don't change. It's just who you anchored with in your midnight. It will, your character will show up in your midnight. But for those that need to know what God said, God said, there's a better day. Wait, wait on your breakthrough. Don't, go, don't, don't catch that train going back to Georgia now. Don't catch that train going back to the world because you're going through a midnight. Don't do that. He said, don't do that. He said, you just wait, what, wait for that clock to, don't take but a second, and you're in a brand new day. Now, these last few verses in Acts chapter 16. Verse number 30, this is the next thing that happens in our midnight. Because, see, you're going, you'll find yourself at the feet of Jesus. Now, verse number 30 says, and, and they brought them out, because Paul and Silas was in, in, in jail. It says, and they brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in the house. Now God says this, in your midnight, in your midnight, how you govern yourself in your midnight will determine salvation for somebody else. See, somebody's watching you. Somebody's watching me. How you handle your midnight. And see, when you, when you handle your midnight in a Christ-like way, it, can, it will bring salvation to somebody else's house. So how are you handling your midnight? In your midnight, are you, are all the people can observe and watch you. And next thing you know, salvation is coming. They want your Jesus in, in the midst of your midnight. So you got to think about all that stuff in your midnight. But God says there is a better day. There is a brighter day. There is a brighter day. And then he gives me this song. I just can't leave y'all. With I just cannot leave you with a midnight train to Georgia. Because I said, God, it's got to be something else too then. Now, something else you want your people to have. I want them to just think about just the midnight train going back to Georgia. You know, you know don't you dare hit that keyboard. He, he's getting ready to play it, you know. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But this, then he says this now. He, he gives me this other song about the midnight. He says, I hear the sound of a mighty rushing wind and it's closer now than it's ever been i can almost hear the trumpet as gabriel sounds the call at the midnight cry you see there's going to come a midnight cry but it's going to be a different kind because, see, God's going to be calling it. It's going to be in the midst of the, the, the midnight. That's why, you know, if a thief, he, when he's going to rob you, he robs at an inopportune time. See, crisis, when he comes back, you know, when he calls, it's, it's it might be while we're in our midnight season right now when he, call, when he comes back. He says, uh, the, at the midnight cry, Gabriel, he's going to sound the call. At the midnight cry, then he says, we'll be going home. It's a better day. 
to brighter day. I, I looked around me. I see prophecies fulfilled everywhere. <laughs> I see prophecies fulfilled everywhere. The signs of the times, they are appearing everywhere. Oh, I can see, almost see the Father. And he is saying, son, he's talking to Jesus now. He's saying, go get my children at the midnight cry. See, America's getting ready to come out of their midnight cry. Midnight as a brighter day. <laughs> and come coming down to our lives, you know, it, it's, it's going to be, it is a brighter day. It's a, it's a brighter day. And then it says, at the midnight cry, the bride of Christ will rise. The bride of Christ will rise. Listen. We're going to rise, the bride of Christ. So you got to know who you are. See, we're, we're the bride, and we're going to rise. See, the, ooh, the, 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 the church world, we're, we're, we're gonna, we're, we are going to rise. I mean, because, see, our midnight, our midnight is changing into a brighter day, and you're going to see the, the body of Christ begin to take form, and we're going to begin to rise again. Amen? Because, see, before the, the bride of Christ, we had went down really far, and we, we kind of uh, forgot who we were. We forgot who we represent, but we are going to rise. And then the song says, when Jesus steps out on a cloud to call his children, the dead in Christ shall rise to meet him in the air. That's scripture. But let me tell you, in the natural right now, you're going to see the dead in Christ rising up right now. Because a lot of Christians have been dead, amen? Well, a lot of us are lying silent, have been silent for too long. But we're getting ready to, to, to rise up. We're going to rise up. You're going to see the saints of God rising up. We're going to see them rising up. And then the song says, and it's closer now than it's ever been. And then those that remain shall be quickly changed at the midnight cry. We'll be going home. I looked around me and I see prophecies fulfilled everywhere. The signs of the times, they are appearing everywhere. I can almost see the father and he's saying to his son, go get my children and bring them home. Listen, God is coming back for the saints. He's coming back. There's a, there's a brighter day. That's, see, we're not going to forever go through what we're having to go through. Remember now, remember what your midnight does for you. Remember what your midnight, Brenda, thank you. Remember what your midnight has done for you. But also remember this, no matter what, what you're going through, remember there is, there's a brighter day. When that clock, you in a new day. You in a new morning. Every morning I get up now, Ever since God said this to me, every morning I get up, I wake up and I say, oh, Lord, praise be to God. It's a new day. It's a new day. Old things have passed away. Yesterday is gone. You can't get it back. But now I got this new morning, a new breakthrough, new opportunities. God says, there is a brighter day. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how many more people got to die. God says, there's a brighter day. No matter what you're losing, understand something. God can give you back better than what you lost. That's our God. That's the kind of God that we serve. There is a brighter day. And last scripture, 
Same scripture from the very beginning. Proverbs 29, verse number 2. It says, when the righteous is in authority, the people rejoice. That's the word of God. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. That's the word. That is the word of God. We just thank and praise God for his word. I pray that.